Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Ruffled Feathers, the name of which we still haven't explained. I'm Jessica Dennis. I'm a web developer out of Atlanta, and I am not particularly qualified to talk about most of the things that we're talking about. Uh, luckily with me is my fabulous co-host who's doing most of the work, Joe Makarowski, an engineer in New Jersey who uh, actually knows things and does research and stuff. So that's pretty great. How are you, how are you doing, Joe? I don't actually have an engineering license. I just have a BS in it. Oh, this is the internet. Engineers have credentials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just can't call yourself <laughs> one. Well, apparently you can. Uh. <laughs> Remember, I'm a website engineer, and our friend Anna is a toddler engineer. Yeah, so all the things that I'll tack engineer onto. Yeah, totally. Yeah. In fact, there are some jobs that, well, anyway, we're getting a little... Let's go off track immediately. No, let's not. Um, today we're going to be talking about the economy, stupid. The economy and some feelings. Right. Always with the feelings. What we want to talk about is this sort of knee-jerk reaction people have when somebody spends an amount of money on something, which is more than they themselves would spend on something or could afford even if they want that thing or whatever right um and we'll get the boring economics out of the way because i think the feelings <laughs> are a better topic and spending money is pretty much the only way we have left to collect taxes from rich people at this point that's sadly true. I mean, unless they are building a tax-exempt stadium or something like that, if they want to buy some ridiculous solid gold piece of smart jewelry, um, <laughs> at least they're paying local sales tax, unless right. they're in uh, New Hampshire or whatever the other one is. Uh, Oregon, and I believe Nevada. Yeah, Nevada sounds right. I saw today an article that the uh, New York state budget included a tax exemption on buying boats, a.k.a. yachts specifically, after <sighs> the $250,000 mark. Oh my god. So, you know, even that's getting exempt, so we're not even getting taxes off of that, or at least the it state of New York isn't. Oh my god, they should tax them more after $250,000. I mean, because nobody who's buying a $300,000 boat can, like, just barely afford that $300,000 boat. Let's get real. Yeah. I, uh, I came home yesterday to a little notice in my door that said what my lease will renew at should I choose to renew it. And, of course, it was more. Right. Um, and it finally crossed the threshold of what one of my bi-weekly paychecks is mm. by a little bit but the point is it did so i looked at a pay stub and realized that through um the little bit i put towards f my retirement plan the health care and all of the taxes that my effective tax rate might as well be like 30 percent I have never done that calculation. I think I'll continue to not. Uh, that's what I recommend. <laughs> because if you go down this rabbit hole, you'll find out that capital gains, which is the only tax rich people 
ever pay on anything because they don't have income, they get everything in the form of stocks, right. is only 15%. <sighs> yeah. It's great when instead of earning your money, your money earns your money for you. Like, yeah. wow, that must be an amazing way to live. Yeah, and that's why that should be taxed more than money based on actual earnings. Our our tax code is extremely regressive, um, and a flat tax is regressive. So, like, sales tax is flat. You know, that only hurts poor people. Right. Especially if, if, if you know... If some single mother is 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 paying more uh, a greater percentage of taxes on her gallon of milk than the super yacht that some rich, <laughs> it's fear it's infuriating. And it theoretically trickles down. Aha! Uh-huh, sure. Well, I mean, in a sense, it might because you have to have a crew for your boat, right? In fact, this was one of the things that um, my husband has a real bee in his bonnet about. Uh, you know, they did stories about how Mitch Romney will make himself a sandwich. It's like, dude, don't be making your own sandwiches. Hire three people to make you sandwiches. You can afford to pay those people. And if you do, then you'll pay those people and they will pay taxes, which you're not doing. And you'll pay payroll taxes. And that would be pretty great. And somebody would be making your sandwich. And you could pretend to yourself that you have much more important things to do than make sandwiches. I completely agree with that rant. (laughs) uh yeah so you know if you see a report that comes out that says you know a butler makes 120k a year good because that's probably getting taxed the plain vanilla way right he is paying perfectly ordinary like working man taxes right same thing with uh multiple houses um they're paying property tax on that it's going to the respective states the worst thing a millionaire can do with their money is not spend it so whether yeah. they put it in the stock market or whether it just sits there and collects interest, that's not getting taxed. And more importantly than it not getting taxed, when money doesn't move through the economy, the whole thing stagnates. Yeah. I mean, the theory is when they put it into the stock market, then they're like funding entrepreneurial ventures and whatever, except that... The stock market I hasn't mean, worked that way for 200 years. And I'm aware yeah. the market's not that old. <laughs> it's i mean if any any uh rich dude who wants to use his money to really invest in something that will make something happen should probably be an angel investor or maybe a venture capitalist right actual investment right this the thing that sort of brought this whole topic up is of course every tech blogger in the world Mm. having to be in their bonnet over (laughs) the gold apple watches yeah well except that one guy who was like i hope it costs a million dollars so that you can't have one that wasn't a tech blogger that was like a that was like a legitimate watch watch douche oh Um, that's true it it was just on imore right okay oh that's right it was just that that richie rich guy okay fine fine um but and uh, so he was like the opposite extreme, and we don't really like 
I mean, okay, fine, if you want to spend a million dollars, but you don't have to, like, be all in everyone's face about, I want this thing that, and I specifically want you to not have it. Like, that's just crappy behavior. But if he wants to, I mean, hell, he should buy 10 of them and pay, you know, because he's probably paying the salaries of many Apple employees who will then pay taxes on their paychecks, and that's fine and whatever. Just just shut up about it, maybe? Like, (laughs) he didn't need to write that. That was douchey. That was highly douchey. But that said, I mean, people are going to think that it's kind of crazy that that I, I, I'm going I'm, I'm to buy an Apple Watch. Cause, but I am. But screw you. It's, I, I'm allowed. Um, not, not the gold one. Right. So I personally won't be getting any of the fashion models either, but <laughs> I will be getting one. It's our prerogative as nerds. Yeah. Another argument that people make is that rich people should give all of their money to charity and that charity is how they can uh, sort of make... Uh, so they're not taxed at all, right? They're, most of their income is, is essentially untaxed, especially if they're rich enough to do the whole like offshore account thing or whatever. Um, but rich people pretty much use charity outside of a few shining examples like Bill Gates, to avoid paying even more taxes. Uh, And the money that they contribute to charity is in no way, shape, or form equivalent to the money that they should be paying in taxes as far as helping other people live. Right. It's not very impressive when a multi-billionaire gives a singular million to some charity. And even that's not something that occurs. You know, it's hundreds of thousands. Right. And you know, it it's is a to like, salary. Yeah. And they'll like donate to Harvard or or like the Daughters of the American Revolution or white people charities. Pretty much. When you donate to charities, you get to be the arbiter of who is the recipient of your tax free money. And it's really easy to target. Well, you brought up whiteness. But um, the most specific example would be like you can target white teen moms to a charity that will indoctrinate them into your specific flavor of Christianity. Right. And, you know, that's that's not that's barely charity. You know, you're not really helping them that much. Yeah. I mean, you're You're, saving their souls. But meanwhile... You're, all you're doing is providing the social safety net that a first world country ought to have. Indeed. And the, the whole argument that, well, if you tax rich people, then they just, they'll just, you know, move somewhere else or they'll just not do things anymore is like totally stupid. Uh, because, I mean, we can we can see functioning economies that have a great social safety net that do tax appropriately to fund that social safety net. I mean, Norway. Stupid, sexy Norway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Norway does it pretty good. Um, and millionaires aren't going to flock to these other countries because most of the first world nations out there are so much left of center compared to the u.s they're just going to go somewhere with higher taxes or i suppose you know they could be a drug lord in colombia if they wanted to stay rich and not pay taxes 
but they already don't do that. So yeah. I, I mean, there, there, there are reasons why they won't go ahead and move to like Guyana. <laughs> right. The only places you have left are the third world, and one could argue that the U.S. is teetering on the verge of being declared a third world. Whenever you read a news article, what you want to two keywords you want to look for is if they mention both the average or mean income as well as the median hmm. because the median is sort of the weighted average it'll if it tends to be a lot lower than the average that means you just have a very very large amount of poor people and the average is just being skewed up because of a bunch of millionaires and nothing in the middle right that probably describes Atlanta pretty well. Um, I mean, at the top of the food chain, we have people, uh, you know, like in sports figures, and uh, there's a big um, rap community, uh, music community, um, which is largely hip hop, which is, I mean, okay, that's fine. That's a way for people who, you know, it's, and I mean, not to bring everything back to race, except that everything does go back to race. I mean, hip hop is it's funny how black people are allowed to get rich, but only in or who was it? Chris Rock that did the bit about how black people can be rich, but not wealthy. Um, like if you're like an entertainer or a sports figure or something and you're a black guy, then you can get you can have a lot of money. That's OK. But you're never going to be a Mitt Romney. Um and I mean, so it's cool that here there's this music industry that's that's presenting opportunities for people to literally drag themselves out of poverty to go from, you know, living in Bankhead, which is uh, <laughs> not a very nice place to grow up to to, uh, you know, crashing their um, uh, what was that really expensive car? Like, an, I want to say a Maybach. There was a, a few a couple of years ago. There was a car accident. Uh, well, it wasn't exactly a car accident. A really a four hundred thousand dollar car crashed. And again, hey, whatever. If you're a rich rap guy and you want to buy a four hundred thousand car, that's cool. You pay taxes on that. You pay um, your licensing and whatever. Uh, maybe we can have fewer potholes because that guy bought his four hundred thousand dollar car. But um, they found it uh, crashed, and they found the driver shot dead uh, in a drive-by shooting on the freeway. Uh, which I remember because it, I was like, wow, I must, he must have been like five minutes behind me on the same road I was driving home on. Wow. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that's an interesting Atlanta story. Um, but yeah, so we do have a few of those outliers uh, who are like tremendous outliers. And then the there's, I mean, so, so, so many homeless people and just the the desperately poor um, around because, you know, the Bible Belt. Do you ever get the feeling that, I mean, yes, hip-hop does make money off its own merits and selling albums to white people, mm. but do you ever feel like that's all part of the American dream carrot? Probably. Like... No one's saying you can produce your own rap album and make an okay 
60 to 80k a year and <laughs> have a nice apartment or modest house you know it's either you're nothing or discovered and a millionaire right you know, the entertainment industry is just as disparate as the economy as a whole yeah that's really true and i mean it is sort of like uh how a lot of um i think this is more a thing among poor white people uh really do want to keep the taxes of the rich low uh, because they'll be millionaires someday right they're harming themselves right now just in case someday they become like crazy mitt romney rich and i'm like well i'm it was your dad as rich as rich mitt romney's dad Mitt Romney's dad, because if he wasn't, that ain't that that's never gonna happen for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, there are very, very, very few cases of people not being born into wealth and rising to ridiculous levels. Um, I mean, even uh, like you know, you have your Bill Gates and Steve Jobs figures. They were well. Those like- are those are two good examples because so. Bill Gates and Zuckerberg, I want to bring up because everyone mm. likes to bring them up as the you can drop out of college and, you know, become one of the richest people in the world. They <laughs> dropped out of Ivy Leagues. Yeah. It takes a little bit of, uh, it takes a little bit more to even get into an Ivy League. <laughs> right. So like having if, rich white parents is extremely helpful. Yeah. So if you can't get into one for, whatever reason then you know you you're not going to be the next one of them if you're dropping out of a state school or community college yeah you should you should probably stay in in your state school or community college yeah because degree inflation is a huge thing going on right now as well because now everyone has a degree and a whole buttload of debt and they practically require a degree to work at McDonald's now. Not that it's on right. the books, but people with degrees apply. So if you don't have one, you know, yeah, they might just pick the peop- the person with the degree because on paper they're slightly more trustworthy. Right, theoretically. Right. Well, they are aren't is, you know. Yeah. Um, and Steve Jobs is the legitimate success story. But, of course, it was a different time when the Valley was young and he could call up the CEO of HP to order whatever parts he needed for the hmm. Apple One and he would actually get through to him, you know? Right. That's... And start his networking at an early age because it's all networking at the end. Oh, absolutely. And that's another way that if you're not rich right now, you're not going to be rich because you're not in the club. Yeah, and it is a club. Yeah. I love that picture of uh, Reagan and Bush Sr. and a couple other uh, right-wingers of the 80s laughing for whatever reason and all the hmm. captions that have gone along with that. My favorite bean. And then we told them the wealth would trickle down. Yeah. It is It is amazing. I mean, that that was just some genius PR. I mean, they they're, half the country is voting against their own interests just yep. based half on the Half the country theory. still reveres Reagan as a god. Right. <laughs> Even though we have data, we can see that it was a disaster. He was not some messianic figure. So the interesting thing with the data is 
when you cut taxes from the Roosevelt levels down to uh, 50% for the top tier of earners, that actually did temporarily cause an economic expansion, or at least correlates to one. But, of course, Reagan cut taxes again from 50% down to 30 or something, and it did not cause a subsequent additional boom, and then they were cut again. Right. <laughs> it didn't work the first time, so we should definitely try harder. Well, I no, mean, it, it worked, with that same thing. It worked the well, first okay, time, the second time, but it didn't work the second time, so they decided to hope for the first thing again. Well, let's, you know, because it's a graph, and clearly there's, I mean, you if the intersection was back there at that previous higher level, then clearly going down further is going to make, no, what? Extrapolating for chumps. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, I could go on about Reagan forever. Yeah. I actually met a guy once. He he was a business owner. He was a pretty successful business owner. Um, and this was right around uh, the time when I think uh, the Affordable Care Act was still being debated in Congress. And his position was that it was going to cost him more as a business owner to provide adequate health care for his employees. So he should just fold up his, uh, what is the phrase? Like, pick up his toys and go home. And I was like, wow, really? Uh, you So you feel like you would, you would be better off just shutting down your business and not doing anything than paying a little bit more for health insurance for your employees? Really? Have you done the arithmetic on that? Because what you're making, you know, what you're bringing in now is still going to be greater than the nothing you're going to bring in. And shockingly, he did not, in fact, shut down his business. Um, luckily, he wasn't one of the super, super rich people who, like, doesn't, you know, offshores all the um, profits and, and uh, onshores the losses, which is, isn't it, isn't it amazing the things that the very rich can do with accounting? That are perfectly legal and that you could brag about on a congressional floor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, people talk about, you know, your tax money isn't as efficient at actually helping people because of, you know, bureaucracy. But it's not like charities don't have bureaucracy. They do. And a lot of them have shocking overhead. Plus, they have to spend all this or Well, I don't know if they have to. They pretty much do have to spend all this money to continue to solicit future donations from people, right. which isn't a thing that government does. Um, Komen is the outlier example of how not to spend money at a charity because a mm. lot of their higher-ups do make six figures and <laughs> like mid-range six figures um, and and these are not like cancer researchers right no they're just you know the whatever you call a CEO of a charity Right. They're uh, pretty much rich ladies who know other rich ladies and give get the other rich ladies to give them some money to lower their taxes. And it's a, it's a, it's yet another rich person circle jerk if you can call it that if it's mostly women. Yeah. Which you can. And it just leads to pink washing and you know breast cancer without Komen in the picture is already the easiest one to fund out there. There is you know Right, it's your mom. Don't you love your mom? Don't you love boobs? Right. Those Save Ugh. the Tatas t-shirts? Oh my god, I hate that so much. Yeah. 
Because that's the salient point, not women's lives. Right. But no, save the jumblies. Whatever. Ugh. Um, yeah. So, and, and I mean, there's, I don't know how many more breakthroughs they think they can really get to in breast cancer research. So it might actually be time to focus on, uh, you know, either another kind of cancer or maybe heart disease. Which is the actual number one killer in the U.S. Yeah. Although that's a hard one because... Well, we can't fight heart disease because then we have to go after all the bad food companies. Right. And we can't do that because they're part of the rich person circle jerk. Exactly. So basically what we're saying is you probably shouldn't be making fun of your friends if they're going to buy an Apple Watch. And you shouldn't even be making fun of people like Mark Zuckerberg when they buy the gold one. Because at least... The, it's at least we're able to extract a little bit of the cash that we frankly deserve for being a civil society out of those rich people. That's right. 